0: Last time in part one. Uh, welcome to the locker room, Greg Sanderson. What we're trying to do is uh, really help every child to
1: find their voice when they go to school. Are schools really reinforcing some of the aspects, the poor aspects of democracy? This really matters. Started very simply.
0: When it comes to schools, I mean business generally, there's all manner of compliance and regulation. When it comes to schools, of course, you've got things like safeguarding and a whole manner of other things that I'm not even going to pretend to understand anywhere near as well as I probably should. But I imagine part of this process will have come up against some of those bumpers and red tape. How how did you navigate those when you were going through those phases of, of evolution? Yeah, I think
1: I think um our approach maybe so necessarily sometimes because you know it's, it's it's expensive to build tech um but our approach is to try and keep it really simple so try and focus on the the thing we're trying to solve for um, and it reminds me of a, a kind of discussion a little while back where we we're thinking well should we link up with school MISs should we should we um, help schools to see the kind of data that they're that the most engaged pupils are are, are kind of um, sorry how do how do which pupils are most engaging with the platform and could could we link up with the MIS and it's just it felt like an exciting kind of opportunity but actually you know keeping things simple uh was a was definitely a better option and we decided not to do that so i think we make sure it's easy we, we don't have that link up. we don't collect any sensitive data on pupils as well which um isn't essential for the for the platform so um that really helps us there's no devices required um so pupils in the class don't need tablets or, or anything like that. So that I think it's just like focusing on what we're trying to achieve and the impact that we're trying to, to, to deliver. And of course that makes it easier to set up as well. So I think that's the ease of use, uh, angle <laughs> helps, um, people get less confused. And if we come back to our, you know, teachers, we, you do have some techie teachers, but quite a lot, a lot of teachers just want stuff to work um of course i guess we probably all do but maybe teachers more so so um yeah i think navigating that is has just been about keeping things as simple as possible which has
0: hopefully helped in in kind of the ease of use and that definitely comes across um i touched a, a couple of minutes back around that kind of crossover into into the workplace was that um was that a conscious thought stream and and, and i guess just to explain my my, my my thought there it it seems to me that you you're actually equipping the the children predominantly with the skill set of working in teams organizing themselves um you know natural leaders always kind of come to the fore even if it's a much bigger cohort of voices that you take on natural leaders do what they do they kind of step up and they look to to work with the groups and communicate and I know there's a very strong encouragement around that regular communication which when you when you move forward to that workplace are all really great skills that typically were not taught at school you're taught to write essays and pass exams fundamentally um and you know that's all fantastic but those really key skills of how to work with other people how to communicate well it feels to me like you've ticked a number of those boxes was that a a conscious part or was that again did that just organically kind of fall out of uh, a, a fantastic approach well I think I think it it kind of depends on what you think education's
1: for is it isn't it like it, it is is education about helping you to get a job or is it about um what, what is it about for you um I think that's for, for me that's a part of it um I think I come back to the the just the the importance of communication skills both in Employment, but also um, in our relationships and uh, in kind of what we choose to do in life. Um, there's evidence to sh- to, sh- to 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 show that, you know, developing good communication skills early on in life helps you avoid mental health issues. Um, so I think there's a whole range of things that when you when you're in, when you build your ability to share, um, it will really help you and one of those places i think is is the workplace because you know it it's we, we all know we've all worked with somebody probably who had probably the best ideas in the room but maybe wasn't wasn't the best at, at speaking up or sharing or felt a bit shy to do that and of course workplace culture has a role in trying to tease those tease those views out but you know i i think um, we know we all know that type that type of person who's who struggled in that way perhaps and you know i think what we're trying to do a little bit is 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 kind of change maybe what what leadership looks like for for young young people because you know what what typically goes wrong when you think about projects that you've worked on in is is that leaders maybe haven't taken you with with you or you as a leader maybe haven't taken a group of people with you on a kind of journey and I know I've done that as a sort of leader as a small charity. I'm probably do I do that probably quite frequently or get that wrong a lot. Um, but I think if we can instill a sense of, of leadership that involves taking people with you rather than telling them what to do, I think that, that that will be a helpful thing for for most people, regardless of whether they're a confident or um maybe less confident speaker.
0: Uh, very much agree and like you say i think we've we've all certainly been been there at some point um, probably on, on both sides um uh powerful stuff there really um what's, what's the evolution then greg where, where do you where do you go from from here because like you say it's not it's not a particularly tech heavy solution that you provided it takes advantage of uh sort of modern smart boards in schools and all those kind of things in order to facilitate so it's it uses technology in that facilitation center which is just as powerful as an app on your phone or wherever else it might be depending on what you're trying to deliver but do you see uh if <laughs> maybe you don't want to share um uh, but what <laughs> is the what is the evolution what's the where do you see it going
1: yeah like there's something I, I i get very excited about to to think about what what's next and um Uh, it's interesting actually we had um, Alistair Campbell come and visit one of our schools last week so I was he he came along for a whole morning hanging out in one of our kind of most established member schools and it was really fascinating seeing like a you know a public figure engaging with a smart school council and seeing kind of that um, that interaction he was he was absolutely brilliant with the kids and and I think just sometimes when you see someone like that interact with young people they really bring this whole thing alive And I think that's something as we evolve, I'd like to do more of. So with our kind of platform, you can um, each question that is asked in each class meeting across the school, um, schools can pick a question uh, from our question bank. And I see a role for like in the future, maybe more public figures being in that question bank or like do you want to ask a question from this person who's got a lot of experience from from this area of of life Um, so yeah role probably a role for public figures more i think in asking those questions not just kind of school generated ones more like definitely more partnerships so we're working with um, we've got a few exciting projects coming up with different local authorities and multi-academy trusts to look at what pupil voice or young people's voices across a group of schools could look like I'm just like excited to build more impact, really. You know, I've got big ambitions to work in lots more schools, Um, some areas of the country that we'd like to kind of uh, reach out to. Uh, We've got lots of schools in the Northwest, um, in in kind of Manchester area and and greater London as well. Um, So, yeah, definitely keen to kind of involve more schools in this program because I think um, we don't have the biggest marketing budget maybe we don't have a marketing budget (laughs) so it's things like this which are really really helpful for for us to kind of share what we're up to neil um yeah i really appreciate talking to you
0: i know it's i find all this super fascinating and you said something there and um you said right at the beginning how you mostly sort of uk schools based we've got a few sort of around the world um what what would be super excited I love data and bit of a data geek so what what would be super exciting would we'll be able to see the kind of outputs of almost a, a global trend of voice coming out of these schools uh, mm-hmm. smart school councils where you know that amalgamation of data and almost almost kind of picking up on a little bit like the the underprivileged uh kind of versus not cohorts again and seeing where globally the hotspots or the real talking points across the schools are um and you know with with you guys right in the in the middle of that driving and generating with as much public support as public figure support as possible and um, that that would be an amazing place um probably a, a much bigger team you might need i would imagine <laughs> after that kind of global domination but um that's uh that's an exciting exciting place you find yourself in, really. Yeah, definitely it's um we,
1: we we do we have a lot of data uh, and we, we definitely um, it, it's interesting you know each day we have about 10 fifteen thousand young people in a in a kind of a class meeting or a discussion in across the across the across our membership and so there's a huge amount of, of information coming back on what their priorities are what they're talking about what's important to them um, and uh, yeah so keen to kind of think more about what 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 themes there might be within there
0: every day 10 to fifteen thousand. yeah that's that's enormous that's incredible well yeah i mean <laughs> congratulations that's 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 a huge uh slice of data to work with and can only can only do good um what's your what's your biggest wish for i guess the the school council vibe but certainly smart school councils what's your biggest wish and and your biggest fear
1: yeah, I think
0: um, a big wish
1: that I have is that really that there would be a little bit more belief in, in young people's voices and I guess their ability to be agents of change and, and, and kind of create positive change. And I think from what we're doing, you know, if you, if, you, if you follow us on Twitter, you see all these amazing young people discussing and changing things in their school, big or small. Um, and it, it feels good to be a little kind of a little part of the world that is like a positive example of democracy, um, because I think at the moment there's, there's so many, uh, challenges to that. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I really believe that, um, that when you kind of give that belief to young people, they will treat it seriously and, and maybe what they need is a system to, to, to operate within which is a bit more fair and that's i think what we're trying to do um and what's my fear i guess like i guess i guess it feels like a few things that sort of opposite of that when you know this is a huge huge year for democracy huge year for elections across the world the biggest year ever for for elections i don't know if you know that Neil. it's you know it's the biggest year for elections in human history um with you know huge yeah huge number of a huge number of um, countries going to the ballot box this year. And I guess I, I I feel like maybe my fear is that we start to close down a bit and though there's more and more walls bet- that are put up between us um, in terms of thinking, you know, being able to agree or disagree. And I think that um, maybe we'll see, uh, hopefully we won't see a shift uh, with that this year. But yeah, and also it's it's, you know, And just personally i guess it's 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 not always easy running a a kind of small charity you know it's uh it's not an easy time um so definitely you know as there's a always a kind of constant nagging fear of thinking you know how do we keep this going how do we keep this growing uh which i know is like part of running a an organization and whether it's a business or a charity um but yeah definitely that's like a something in
0: my mind as well i think no, quite right quite right i didn't i didn't realize it was the biggest year ever for for sort of elections in that sense that's um i'll just scribble some notes down that's uh, <laughs> that's it I a good and look at, into all of that um so i'm going to post all of your your feeds your links your videos everything in in the uh in the comments below of the of the video so uh please everyone get involved go see all the amazing stuff that, that greg does we're not quite done uh with yourself yet greg we've got uh, on my beautiful cards here we've got some uh, some quick fire questions which are a slight change of pace. okay uh, so what's been your biggest influence on your career
1: oh good question maybe my maybe my first boss who when I was working for a think tank she was called Angela rapson she was amazing she was yeah I learned a lot from her
0: Superb uh, what would you say is has been your greatest achievement to date?
1: oh um that's a hard one for first thing in the morning isn't it um probably just keeping go- like going you know with with growing our schools um year on year taking you know taking um, making the program slowly better and better i think the fact of kind of still kind of persevering and you know with something that i think is really important um it's a bit of a boring achievement i think it's not like a ta-da but i think um yeah i think that's important to me that we we, we're kind of still trying to solve for this
0: really big problem no it's it's perfect i think it's it's hugely powerful and significant what about the hardest lesson what's the hardest lesson you've ever learnt?
1: hardest lesson it's probably I was for a while I was like quite into Twitter and um, sorry if I'm offending you Neil, if you're a big Twitter fan, but yeah. I just f- feel like as an, as an entrepreneur, like an eager young ish entrepreneur, I'm not youngish anymore by the way, but when I was, <laughs> um, so many people have so much advice for you of to do, to do this, the five things to, to do, to do this and do that. And I kind of feel like a big lesson is to, to not, listen to any of that um i think it's really can be put, puts you off course a little bit feels like people giving you the kind of their lottery numbers and saying oh you know these ones will work for you so yeah not listening to uh, twitter entrepreneurs i think is the biggest lesson for, for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely i mean there's some there's some nuggets to take away from from some of those some of the pieces of feedback you get and all feedback is a gift as we're all taught. uh but you know i think i think you, you're right there um what would be a piece of advice to uh say all of the the kids who are you know sitting their exams over the course of the next year or so that are about to embark on next steps either further education the workplace those kind of things what what would be your advice uh to them oh that's a tough one too these quick ones are, are good aren't they <laughs> i would say
1: i would say um get off your phones stop stop uh using your phone so much <laughs> um, I would, I would, I would, I would point them to the fact that you know exams are important, but maybe they're not everything. Um, I'm sure we've all got friends who um, did great in their exams, but then maybe struggled a little bit afterwards. So I would say it's important to try hard at those exams, but also see what else is out there in the world.
0: Good answer, like that answer. I shall share that with uh, with my own children later. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, and then uh, last on the quick fire uh this is the locker room uh what's in your locker personally what's in your locker that's made you a success
1: what's in my locker um i think i think um i'm not sure if i'm a success first of all <laughs> talk, talk. but uh, but i think one thing that i've i've got is that i um i haven't i don't really give up um easily I'm, I'm i'm pretty uh headstrong when it comes to that and keeping going um and i would like to think that i'm pretty open to uh getting things wrong um as well i think that's 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 important for me in in kind of building a team and and sharing you know it comes back to that kind of definition of leadership doesn't it you know do you want to be the the person with all the answers that always knows what to do uh, and i don't know if i always get that right you know sometimes it would be maybe would be better to be that type of person uh, a little bit more sometimes but yeah i think being open to um to feedback and change i think is has been been a helpful
0: part of my toolbox i would i would 100 percent agree with that i think like you say that having that that kind of resiliency to maybe pick yourself back up because you know every every step of the way there's something trying to get in your way or not you over being able to get back up keep going that's immense and very much that your leadership is built on that kind of growth mindset isn't it listening predominantly more than more than actually trying to uh impart in, in a lot of cases so superb Greg, thank you so much for joining us in the locker room today. Uh, loads of takeaways from everything you, you've talked to us about there. I find what you do super fascinating, but more importantly, uh, super impactful to, to the schools and the, and the, the kids that, that benefit enormously from uh, being able to be heard and share their views and opinions and make a change, make a change for them and, and you know, right across the uh, classes and their schools. So uh, super, really appreciate you coming on. Um, uh for everyone watching please leave your comments uh i'll be posting all of greg's links to his website to his uh social feeds and everything in the in the video below um so uh, leave your comments push those back to, to greg i'm sure he'd love to hear uh, your views and thoughts and opinions um and do get in touch with greg if you're in a school if you work at a school and this is something that uh that is particularly of interest i can't see why it wouldn't be uh get in touch with greg i'm sure he and his team would, would love to hear from you um so uh Greg, thanks again. Um and until next time, everybody, we shall see you very soon again in the locker room. Take care. Bye bye.